0: I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better, and that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter, I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bombas spring collection is here and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's beautiful. B O M B A S dot com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. An ex best friend strikes. The mystery of Henry Fonda begins. And something super is coming. All this and more on a How Did This Get Made mini episode. Hit the theme. He's out alone. People of Earth, and welcome to a How Did This Get Made mini episode. I am Tall John Shear, aka Tall, aka Paul Shear, and I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who came out to our last virtual live show where we did Tammy and the T Rex. That episode will be coming up on the podcast soon. You don't have to prep for it now, just relax. It's coming. Don't worry about it. But if you were there, we did come up with a T-shirt, and that T-shirt is now available in the How Did This Get Made store at TeePublic. So go check that out. I don't want to spoil what it is for the people who did not see the show. So it's there. It's available. Enjoy. Uh, What do we do on a mini episode? Well, I'll tell you. We talk about last week's episode. Yeah, we live in the past here. We don't go forward. Well, I guess we do go forward. You know what? This mini episode is kind of like your life. Yeah, we examine our past, but we are always moving forward. People, I didn't want to lay this hard truth on you, but this show is a metaphor for the life that we are all living, and I am happy to guide you through it. Call me Tony Robbins with a smaller head and different teeth, and I am your guru Your spiritual guide, look down in the sand right now. Only one set of footprints, cause that's cause I'm carrying you, motherfuckers. All right. Anyway, uh, last week we watched The Visitor live from Seattle with our special guest Rob Hubel. Let the bodies hit the floor, Rob Hubel, and um, it was a wild, wild episode. One of our last uh, big live episodes. Great crowd in Seattle. We loved going to Seattle. Uh, We loved doing a late night show there. Um, And a big thank you to Bombay Beach Revival for that awesome opening theme. I missed that one. I love that one. And it's been a busy week here at the Sheer Rayfield household. Uh, That's right. Because June Diane Rayfield has launched another podcast. That's right. June Diane Rayfield and Jessica Sinclair have finally launched their passion podcast, and it is absolutely amazing. It is called The Deep Dive, and you will love it. Uh, The first guest is Casey Wilson. Casey Wilson, who is releasing a brand new book, which is amazing. It's a memoir. It's called The Wreckage of My Presence. Uh, It comes out May 4th, but you can pre-order it now. Go to your local bookstores and get it. Um, But it's also produced by... The amazing, the talented Cody Fisher, who is just the absolute best. So we have a team of the funniest, smartest people out there making a podcast. So listen to The Deep Dive wherever you get your podcast. I have imagined it actually popped up in this stream and you may not have known like, well, what is this? Well, now, you know, it's their new podcast. Listen to it, find it, subscribe, rate it, review it. All those good things. By the way, as we're talking about rate and review, rate and review us please. It helps. It really does. All right. Enough of my yapping. Let's hear from you because I know you have problems and I am here to help. Give me a call on the Paul Helpline, 619-728-5275 or as it's more commonly known as 619-PAUL-ASK. But before I can help you, I need to hear my theme. next week thank you rob from long island that was by the way awesome love i'm i'm jazzed i'm ready to go all right let's hit the phones jen in alaska what do you got
1: hi paul this is jen from alaska and i am starting a new chapter in my life and i'm applying for my first principal job um The problem I have is that my arch nemesis, ex-best friend, is also applying for the same job, same school. Um, I'm not quite sure how to approach that. So any advice you could give me, that would be great. Thank you so much. Love you guys.
0: Jen, this is an interesting question, but I'm going to give you some advice that I like to give. I would like to live by, and I try to but I don't always succeed, which is eyes on your own paper. Who cares who else is competing against you because you are you and you are bringing something that your ex bestie can never bring because you are unique and you are special. And this might go to her. It might go to you, but you can't be concerned about Any of that. The only thing you can be concerned about is what you do, how you present yourself, and that you are presenting yourself in an honest and authentic way. Eyes on your own paper. Everyone achieves success in a different way. I believe in you and just forget. Forget that that person is even doing it. Just you are the only candidate that actually is worthy of the job. Believe it. Know it. And then sell them on it, and you will get it. And when you get that job, Jen, I want you to call me from Alaska. And I know if there's a lot of parents out here, don't worry. Jen's probably on a cell phone provider, so it doesn't cost her any extra money. As my mom constantly is worried about the amount of money she's spending or I'm spending when I'm calling her, and I try to explain that that's not how phones work anymore. But, Jen, Call me. Let me know what happens. I believe in you. Let's all just give a moment right now, wherever we are, to just think of Jen. Think of her in this job. And you got it. Okay. Next call. What do we got? Hey, Paul. Patrick from
1: Salt Lake City. Uh, Me and my wife are relatively new parents of twin boys. They were born in 2019. They're healthy. They are a lot of fun. Parenting is the best. Um, The parenting during a pandemic is... (laughs) unknown territory, and there's really not any playbook to consult on this. Um, recently, uh, well, I should say my parents are from Oklahoma, as are my wife's parents, so all our family is thousands of miles away, so we don't get to visit very often anyways, and these are the first grandkids. I recently learned that my mother and my grandmother, and I don't know how many cousins won't get vaccinated for no other reason than they just aren't comfortable doing it, and this is a hard one to deal with because I feel very strongly about getting vaccines for every reason. Um, I, to some level, know that I can't change their mind, or I've at least accepted that I can't change their mind. And I've tried to get at peace with that, but it's not a conversation that I know how to have because ultimately my kids being twins, they were born premature. And while they're healthy, that's just the statistic of people that are at risk in covid Um covid patients so i just i just want to know what how to have that conversation with them i mean because I, i'm not trying to push them out of my life i'm not trying to be punitive but i need to do what's right for my own family which which is my boys they're the biggest thing to me obviously anyways love the show hope to hear from you back thanks paul
0: patrick what a great question and i'm i'm here listening to you and i just said amen you are in a real rock in a hard spot. Is that what they say? A rock in a hard spot? I think that that's exactly the phrase. Rock in a hard spot. Um, no, Patrick, this is hard. Um, and I I think I get everything that you are saying. Um, so I don't want to take anything lightly here. And look, there may be people out there who have done this. And I've had conversations near this, but I haven't had conversations where it is as important as it is to you and it should be to you. Here's what I would do. If they want to visit you and your family and your kids, you're going to have to have some rules and that's it. And until this is taken care of, this meaning COVID, in a way that you feel comfortable, these rules must be in place. Now, that may be if they come to visit they can't stay with you or you can't stay with them. Um, if you do visit with them, they have to wear masks and you will provide the masks. You go get those N95 masks. You know, I think there'll probably be a little bit more, uh, you know, in supply now that the dem- demand has kind of decreased a little bit. I think you can also, you know, require them to go get a test, which you can help provide. Like give them all the runway to do what you need them to do. You can't expect them to do it, so you just have to just walk them. You have to lead a horse to water, and I know they say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Here, I'm going to say, lead that horse to water and force them to drink. Um, Because it's the only thing you can do. And it's no joke, your kids' lives are at risk, and that's it. Case fucking closed. And anyone who has a problem with you protecting your kids, fuck them. And I'm not saying fuck your family, but they have to think about that. They may not agree with you and you may not ask them or make them change their minds about anything. You don't have to do that. You just have to protect your family and figure out the best way to protect your family. Thankfully, you are separate from them, which is good. Enjoy Zoom. Get them on Zoom. And if you wanted to go the other route, the other route of like, I want to convince you to get the vax, look, The only way that I have found that to be effective is to maybe find someone or something that they respect that is advocating for it, right? So it wouldn't be maybe the things that you would be looking at that would help you decide about the vaccine. It would be something that they would respond to. So if that makes sense. That's one way of going about it. But um, I think what you just said to me was so powerful and I got it. And even if I had a different opinion as you, I want to respect you and respect your family. And if I care about your kids, which I do, not me, but your parents and your family, I'm going to listen. I'm going to fucking listen. I may go away and go, fucking Patrick's a loon, a goddamn loon. Him and his wife are fucking loons, but I love those kids. So I'll protect myself. Um, All right. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, everybody. And remember... I love these calls and I love follow-ups and I love hearing where we're at. So give me a call if this helped, if it hurt. Don't give me too many calls if it hurt. I said hurt, didn't say hurt. People, I've been working so hard this week. Black Monday, oh, hours are intense. Anyway, uh, give me a call at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619 Paul Ask. Give me your updates. I hope they're good. I, I need a little good validation. I, I do, I do. People don't think I do. I need validation, people. Anyway, um. And you know what? the best validation I get is from hearing your amazing original listener songs. They are great if you want to create a theme for the show, uh, especially the mini episode, that's where we really play it. Um, send them to "How did this get made at Earwolf.com? How did this get made at Earwolf.com. All right people, we are going to be right back right after this. How did this get made? Today's podcast is brought to you by. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security, plus it gives you whole home protection, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more, plus a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60 day money back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this it's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24 7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/bonkers at simplysafe.com/bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Now, while you're prepping for next week, it seems like we might have dropped the ball on some of the things from last week's episode. We're turning the show over to you now as you give us some of your Rosemary's Baby Meets the Omen This movie had me blown away The plot is like six different movies got thrown away Started off with Space Jesus In Act One, the mother then became paraplegic Wicked little girl playing video games Seeing flames, calling cops bad names Mother got shot from the birthday box. There was some question as to whether they were eagles or hawks. Atlanta Falcons. Demonic pregnancy. Evil expectancy. They all got her pregnant eventually. Made love on the bare skin centrally. Ice skate frenzy. Put your ass through the window of an Applebee's. That's right. It's corrections and omissions. Thank you, Alex Fedorov. Again, nine out of ten. Now, you know what? 10 out of 10 today on today's themes. Uh, I love it. We have called through dozens of voicemails, hundreds of Discord posts, which are now on our discord.gg slash hdtgm new Discord board. Oh, I love Discord. I actually have my own, you know about this, discord.gg slash paulshear. Uh, and by the way, mine also has a high disc get made area. It's a little bit lighter than the intense conversations that goes on in the How did This Get Made boards. But they are both equally great. You can join them both, you can join one, whatever you want to do. But anyway, this is where we call all of our observations and theories and fact checks and useless research. And we present them all here. So buckle up. There are some doozies. First, in the Discord chat, Dr. Guts writes, The original title for The Visitor was Stridulum. Stridulum is the apparatus through which crickets chirp the word also has latin origins meaning to make a harsh sound rob hubel may have complained about the music being too loud and obtrusive but clearly the point of this movie was to have non-stop harsh sounds you know what i actually have the album the mondo release album for the visitor and the amazing song that i love so much of the opening uh, the opening song i guess is called Stridulum, and you can't really find it i think it may be on youtube the album maybe it's on spotify i'm not sure but i bought the album and it is an amazing album but you're right this and uncut gems share a certain similarity in the way that it keeps you very very uneasy it's not a record by the way i have both of those on vinyl no one wants to hear that in the living room at night june is always yelling at me to turn off the visitor soundtrack not always twice Actually, yeah, twice. Anyway, uh, next Discord post is from Reporter Amber. Reporter Amber goes, found some trivia. Apparently, this movie was originally set to star Henry Fonda. An ad ran in the May 6, 1978 edition of the Atlanta Constitution calling for extras and listed him as top billing. But it's weird because John Huston is also listed. So apparently, that was his intended role, the only main player who's not named here is Lance Henriksen. But that would mean that Fonda was set to play Joanne Nails' lover. And Fonda was born in 1905. And Nails was born 42 years later in 1947. So she was only 32 here. Fonda would have been 74 when this was made. As in this is like on Golden Pond era Henry Fonda. So I am confused. Uh, wow, Reporter Amber, I, I, I saw this. Uh, picture that you posted but hmm I wonder if huh if maybe they rewrote the script or or maybe he was gonna maybe he was gonna be the old god with the blonde hair sitting in that room wouldn't that have been cool I don't know can we find out some research reporter Amber opened up the door but now we need to go in find out what Henry Fonda was supposed to be doing in the visitor. And I know there's a ton of visitor fan sites out there. I know that there's so much research out there. It's going to be so easy for you to find <laughs> out why Henry Fonda. Somebody has to read a biography, right? We got to find out, please. Maybe he got too sick. Maybe he got too old. Maybe they thought they got a different Fonda. Maybe they thought they got Peter Fonda because Peter Fonda actually makes sense if you're looking at like Lance Henriksen. wonder if it's a misprint. Reporter Amber, did I just stumble upon something? Anyway, Almost A Ghost writes, yes, the basketball game was maybe the most insane thing in this. There was like 10 dunks in the final two minutes, just a constant dunk fest that maybe could happen in like a playground game, but not in a pro league in a stadium. I mean, also one guy, Kareem, I guess, shoots a skyhook. But as a pass from half court. What? The final seconds of the game countdown kept showing the same seconds over and over again, like it would go five, four, three, cut to a player, come back to the clock and go four, three, two. The editing was so stupid and pretty sure by someone who had never seen a basketball game. Oh, well, I mean, you're being too kind. That's somebody who doesn't know how to count, honestly, really. I mean, we all basketball game or not we understand how clocks work or most of us do i mean look i'm open to understanding how magnets work after that fast uh, and furious trailer um i kind of love that basketball game was it aba do you think that was aba or do you think that was actually nba i feel like it was aba anyway let's go to the phones oh our friend from blockbuster what do you got Hey Paul, this is Blockbuster employee 29147901483 calling from Santa Fe, New Mexico. The reason I'm
1: calling is just to address the question uh, from the visitor regarding how did she
0: drive? Uh, my father had polio. And um, to clarify, they have these wonderful little nifty devices that can be installed in any cars, uh, these hand controls. Now, it does take a long time to really dial in on hand controls. It takes a long, long time, so for her to be able to do it so quickly after that um, uh, is a little bit surprising, but there's a whole lot of issues with her um, physical challenges that were a little bit surprising. So um, it doesn't have to be a special... Uh, van or anything as was kind of mentioned uh just thought i'd clear that up love the show thanks so much and hope to see you guys on the board soon bye-bye yes you know thank you for this call i appreciate that i was aware of that now i may have been the person i've forgotten a lot of what i've said i mean i barely remember what i said when this podcast started but uh, i was aware of uh cars that have basically like a Gas and brake pedal on the steering wheel. At least that's the way I remember it from seeing it when I was a kid. Uh, so, yes, I think we, well, first of all, you are 100% right, and I appreciate this point of view. Uh, but also, I do think that the real reaction was this woman really, uh, this is all brand new to her, and it seemed like that car was not outfitted in any way to have that special steering wheel. Unless, I mean, again, These are the thoughts that I'm putting in there. Like, I feel like that would take maybe a couple weeks to produce. Again, I don't know, but my thought is it might. So that's really, I think, where our confusion was coming from. But uh, I appreciate that. Uh, Thank you for giving me your blockbuster number. Uh, You will not be reported.
1: Hey, tall. This is Michael from Kansas City. The first scene of The Visitor is the exact same scene that they have, that is the epic reveal on The Last Jedi. Like, robes and everything.
0: Old beard, they just kind of switch it. Thanks. Bye. Okay. I guess. I mean, (laughs) I want to be like, yeah, motherfucker, you're right. But I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about, like, the reveal of, like, all the, you know, Snoke? Talking about that scene? Call back. Tell me what you're thinking about because I want to be there. I'm, believe me, I want to talk about Last Jedi all day long because I have so much to say about it. But I, I don't, I didn't feel it, but I also don't remember this movie. And now I don't know what scene you're talking about. So, anyway, I'm going to say this. How about I just, all right. I'll reset it and go, Michael from Kansas, you're absolutely fucking right, man. I love Michael. What a great Star Wars point of view. Uh, By the way, did you hear that Rise of the Resistance, the uh, ride at Disneyland, is being compacted because of COVID? But have no fear. The best ride in the world is not going to uh, cut off any of the ride experience. They're just cutting off some of the pre-show. And, you know, honestly, you don't need to have, like, Ray give you a whole mission rundown. So, uh, anyway... I'm excited to go back to Disney and I want to ride that ride one more time. It was one of the best experiences ever. Oh, I love that ride. How did I get here? I don't know. Guys, girls, people, I am tired. I've been up at four in the morning every single day this week and I shouldn't complain, but I'm coming home at 10 at night. So maybe can I complain? Can you give me a little bit, just a little bit to complain? Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Let's go back to the boards. Cameron H. writes, My fervent wish is to one day report to a new job with the brassy self-confidence of Shelley Winters, who on her first day as a housekeeper tells her new employer that Virgos suck ass because they want everything to be neat. Also, if Shelley Winters wasn't one of John Houston's angels, was she supposed to be like a space nun? She seemed to be some sort of intermediary between the earthly and the divine. Even her casual use of the brutal corporeal punishment on child seemed to be kind of nunnish. Uh, wow, Cameron, I didn't even think about Shelley Winters as a space nun. That is really, really interesting. Um, you know, I want to just circle back to one comment that I had trouble kind of deciphering and reading on air and I feel like I already read it. It wouldn't make sense but a learner was kind of breaking down uh, Katie's parentage and they believe that Sam Peckinpah is Katie's biological dad and probably left because he realized his daughter was literally a space demon Uh, and the reason why she believes this is because Satine died many generations ago um, but his progeny's powers don't always manifest. Sometimes they're just carriers like Barbara. So uh, that is why uh, Katie is the reason why people are like, okay, finally, it happened. We got it. We it, it stuck. So uh, thank you, learner, for breaking down the uh, the big question of who is Katie's parents, and it is now Sam Peckinpah, who is a bastard dad. A bastard dad. They normally call the kid's a bastard. Now I'm going to call him a bastard. Anyway, great corrections and omissions this week, but there can only be one, uh, and there's so many good ones in here. And I think... If I was to pick, because I have to, and that's my job, I'm going to give the correction and omission of the week to Reporter Amber! People of Earth.
1: You win nothing.
0: That is Garrett Parker. Reporter Amber, you have opened our eyes to a conspiracy about the visitor. Not only that, but you went and researched an old ass Atlanta constitutional newspaper to find it out. You went above and beyond, and for that we are forever grateful. But not grateful enough to give you anything of any value besides these accolades. Amber, you're the best. And Amber, uh, please let's keep the investigation open. Uh, this is kind of like the new uh, what is it like a like a murder podcast, but where we're investigating. Uh, cinematic mysteries. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you does not contain real fruit or juice captain morgan slice premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color captain morgan and co plainfield illinois please drink responsibly 21 plus you like to watch new stuff right
1: well go to hulu and see what's new because hulu has new stuff all the time
0: alone. Listen to Love It or Leave It, hosted by former Obama speechwriter and comedian John Lovett. As a former White House staffer, he is no stranger to political chaos. But don't worry, that doesn't mean he's keeping a cool head in today's chaos-filled news cycle. Far from it. It is the only show where you hear Golden Globe winner Greta Lee give award-worthy readings of listener mail and Kathy Griffin go off on all things MAGA. Hold tight to your sanity and listen to Love It or Leave It wherever you get your podcasts. All right, people, we are back. I don't want to keep you here too long, um, but I want to tell you about something that I have been really loving, and it is now time for duh, 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 Paul's Picks. Paul Picks Movies, Paul Picks Podcasts, Thank you, Brooke Opie. Nice new name here. Um, All right. I'm gonna give you a quick pick. I've been obsessed with this book. Oh, my gosh. Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union. You know Gabrielle Union from Bring It On. Uh, She is... I just think she's great. Like whenever I see her in anything, I I love it. She was actually on NTSF SDSUV. Uh, her and June were great. They were really, really funny together. Um, but she wrote a book that I am going gaga over. Is that, can I even say that? Guys, uh, girls, people, I'm crazy. Uh, uh, I'm crazy tired, I should say. But anyway, she wrote a book that I absolutely love. It's called, We're Gonna Need More Wine. And it is a series of essays. It's a memoir about her life. I didn't know anything about her. I was it was recommended to me by my good friend Chelsea and it is phenomenal. Not like phenomenal, like, oh, it's funny, like Rob Lowe's autobiography, where you know every chapter is like, and that man was George Lucas. No, it's like really well written and her life is shocking and funny and sad and beautiful and uh you will love this book. We're gonna need more wine. You got to check it out. Uh oh and I'm just looking here as I whoa ho ho, ho. look at me look at me I as I googled her I just saw she's releasing a new memoir called You Got Anything Stronger. So catch up now on the memoir front. Uh she's a fucking baller and the book is great. So that's what I'm really plugging this week. Uh I'm a big, big fan of Gabrielle Union and uh and that's what I wanna tell you all. Oh, also, by the way, I know there's a lot of hubbub about Anthony Hopkins winning the Academy Award. And if you are interested in like what movies you should watch, because I feel like everybody I talk to is like, I didn't watch any Academy Award movies. Over at Unspooled, I know the secret Unspooled, I uh, actually uh, did an Oscar episode with... Amy and we kind of broke down all the movies I didn't see a bunch Amy saw them all and we give you a good guideline of what you should maybe see if you've not seen any of the films and I think it's a good cheat sheet if you want to still get in do people even care about Oscars anymore anyway um, but I know Anthony Hopkins won and people were so upset because Chadwick didn't win and I know there's a lot of reasons why Chadwick could not win and I know his family came out this week and like we don't give a shit like He's Chadwick. You're not going to take away anything from him being fucking the best. But uh, but I will say this movie that Anthony Hopkins was in um, was absolutely phenomenal. Like, and I didn't know and I didn't want to see It's called The Father. And it's it's about a man going through dementia. And I know that you're going to think like, oh boy, I don't want to watch that. But think of a man going through dementia through like the eyes of Charlie Kaufman or Spike Jones like you are literally in his head this apartment that he's in is changing shape and size and it is a phenomenal phenomenal performance and a really interesting film Um, and again if you're like me and you saw the father and you you saw the picture like "Uh, not for me check it out. It could be for you. I think you'd really dig it. So those are my picks of the week. And a reminder to check out the Deep Dive, which is out now. I know I already talked about it, but it's my wife and she's amazing. And it's Cody and she's amazing. And they have put together, I think, a new weekly listen for you all. Uh, That's all we got this week. So now that we've talked about The Visitor, now we've talked about my picks, we have a very, very, very big announcement. That's right. Next week, we are watching... I guess maybe the third in our trilogy of super films. That's right. We are watching Supergirl. Helen Slater is Supergirl produced by the same people who did Superman 3, Superman 4, and now they've done Supergirl. And who's in it from Superman? Well, I'll tell you, Jimmy Olsen. IMDb describes Supergirl as plot as this: After losing a powerful orb, Kara Zor-El, Superman's cousin, comes to Earth to retrieve it, and instead finds herself up against a wicked witch. A what? What did you say? A wicked witch. That's right. Take a listen to the trailer.
1: Who is she? You know, I think I recognize the costume. The question
0: remains, just who on earth are you?
2: On earth I'm Lee. Linda Lee.
0: Oh, I cannot wait for you to watch this movie. It is... divine absolutely divine. Watch this movie. You can watch Supergirl on HBO with a subscription or on iTunes or Vudu or Amazon Prime for only 2 dollars Please check your local public libraries where you can find these amazing movies for free. And now, without any further ado, they're back. Their microphones are primo. We got the movie bitches. And this week they are doing a two minute review of Run. So start the clock and enjoy. April Halley. And Andrew Galdi. Cheers! Cheers! Welcome to Welcome Movie Pitches. To
2: bitches.
0: Tonight we're reviewing Run. Yes.
2: So yes, Run, the new Hulu original movie starring Sarah Paulson. The title is similar to the movie. Where I like the movie. I thought it was a fun, quick ninety minutes. It's very simple. I really liked it. It was a popcorn movie, but. When I thought about it later, I was like, oh, those characters were very simplistic. We didn't know a ton about them no. uh, per se. Uh, and so I didn't feel like I really got to know them. They were very much like uh, one-dimensional characters. That's
0: fair. I agree. I like this movie in that it's exactly what you expect. You know, like the the twist isn't much of a big surprise.
2: I mean, essentially it's misery- if Misery was a Lifetime movie with a cast and a budget. That's basically what this movie is. I thought
0: Sarah Paulson was really great in this movie and that she really grounds it. You're always like, well, she seems pretty crazy, but you're not ever sure for, at least for me, for a while of like, how crazy is she?
2: Oh, I was like, oh, she's nerds. I think my favorite choice in the movie is her like boozy gardening. (laughs) Just like, she'd be out in her organic garden with the hose and a glass of red. Hey! <laughs> as always, and so I was like, what's this? I love this. Totally worth a watch, fun, quick, Sarah Paulson. I mean, that's yeah. the headline. And Kira Allen, I thought gave a great performance. It was a fun, quick ride, great performances that elevated yeah. like a pretty simple plot and script. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, cheers, cheers, cheers.
0: Cheers. Don't forget to follow Movie Bitches on Twitter at Movie Bitches and on YouTube. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you to Cody Fisher. Thank you to Devin Bryant for the quick turnaround. Thank you to Molly Reynolds. Thank you to Avril Halley for putting all of these movies together for us as always. Thank you to Nate Kylie. Thank you for the research. They, it's indispensable, and our amazing artists in uh, The Ghost of Craig T. Nelson on Instagram and Kyle Waldron, whose work pops up on Facebook as well. Thank you so much, everybody. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash hdtgm. Our Twitter is hdtgm. Our Discord is discord.gg slash hdtgm. And for all these episodes that we've ever done, you can sign up for Stitcher Premium for A one-month free trial, and you can listen to the show commercial-free using the code BONKERS. It's a great service, and the app is getting better and better at all times. Uh, And a big final tip of the hat, and a big giant thank you to the person who makes sure what I'm saying makes sense and goes to your ears in the right way, July Diaz. Thank you, July. Thank you, everybody at Earwolf. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.